0: everybody hello it's literally been three months since we last recorded (laughs) yeah
1: oh goodness so uh you're listening to talk crooked (laughs) social justice and comedy podcast for two friends laugh cry and rage about an
0: unspeakable subject while enjoying adult beverages my name is kay i'm carrie and hi hi (laughs) This is so weird. Are you going to be taking a shot with me today? I am not. You're not? Okay. But
1: I am going to have alcohol. Okay. I just cannot have an extra shot. (laughs) There's kind of a lot of booze in this drink that we made.
0: That's fine. I actually, um, I took a picture of our drink. It is up on our Instagram. It is a Thanksgiving margarita. Yeah. we're because it's thanksgiving yes happy thanksgiving first real happy quick thanksgiving let me go ahead and take my shot because i know it's warm i've already got my lime Ew, and my water ready. i'm so sorry it's okay I know i'm sorry no it's not your fault uh i should <laughs> i should have waited um <laughs> but i had to get that pick for the gram so fair uh grab your tequila shots with me i do have a tequila shot today and woop, woop. one two three go I'm so jealous. Ugh.
1: So the upshot is that in a few months when I'm no longer breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will be shit faced while we record this (laughs) because I will have not had a proper drink in like a year and a half.
0: Oh. Ugh. I... I Yeah, but that was gross. I'm sorry. It's okay. I had salt on the rim because I already had salt poured from the margarita. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, so you went fancy. Yeah. Did the lime around the rim and did the salt. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. I'm doing it real big. (laughs) Go pick or go home, right? Yeah. I've got popcorn right here that I've been munching on intermittently that I made on the stove. I've got our I might
1: (laughs) go grab a pumpkin spice Little Debbie cupcake that I bought in a moment of weakness. A whole box of which I bought in a moment of weakness <laughs> when I ventured into a Target. Mm. No, close your eyes, baby. So, by the way, everybody, this is the first time we've recorded since I gave birth. And my child isn't here with me because my husband is currently awaiting results of a COVID test. So, <laughs> this might be a little bit bumpy, but we're going to give it a shot. Yeah. Her eyes just opened. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. You need to lay there and be quiet, please. I know that's easy to do as a (laughs) two-month-old. But I've got a bottle sitting here next to me in case she gets fussy. But hopefully she's going to go back to sleep here in just a
0: second. I've got to...
1: Yeah, chase that. All right, so this is our (laughs) Thanksgiving margarita. I'm going to give this a try. I do not have pear juice or lime juice, but it's tequila and apple cider and a little bit of... Mine has a little bit of triple sec in it, too. See, I got triple sec. I, I have lime juice in here from Lime. Oh, my God, Maro it's lime. really good. Yeah? Wow. Oh, my God, it's really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's better than whiskey and apple cider. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to go get a straw for it and mix it up because I think it got watery. Mm. I will be right back. Okay. Yeah, all the water from the ice is, like, sitting at the top. I don't know why it's so hot in my house.
1: Yeah, weirdo. What the hell?
0: Ooh. (laughs) Ooh, that is good. It's
1: really good. Mm -hmm. I would never have put those two things together. Like, when I first read it, I was like, this has the potential to be absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Because apple cider, you immediately think whiskey. Yeah. Or I do, you know? Mm -hmm. You think of, like, a warmer... Thing than tequila and oh my god it's so much better <laughs> <laughs> this might be my new drink oh my god it's so much better like you on un- I don't even taste alcohol hardly mm. wow yeah it's got um we should post the recipe it's not our I recipe did. I found it on Pinterest for sure I shared um, the recipe um, on, on sweet yeah nice um yeah it's apple cider uh splash of triple sec tequila and I had to use apple juice because they don't have pear juice um, a little bit of pear juice. Um, and like a squirt of lime, but I had to use lemon. Um, <laughs> and of have salt, of course, on your rim, and oh my god, it's so good, because the salt helps balance any sweetness. It's delicious. So, happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and happy, um, this is the first to be recorded since the election, too. Yeah. <sighs> uh... Does anyone else have, have like a weight off their chest?
0: Yeah, same. <laughs> Thank God the election's <laughs> over, y'all.
1: Oh, I'm so done. So done. I'm done with all the shit I keep getting in my mail. Mm-hmm. I hate election election years, I just do in too. general. Oh my god. And then you, I mean, like, what is it? Another two years, and we have to do city officials again. Like, it's just stupid. Everyone's yards are full of stupid signs. You get. Junk mail in your mail all the time. Yeah. Just full of big, giant, stupid flyers that nobody reads. What was really funny was the, uh, the one I threw away yesterday was for Amy <laughs> McGrath. Uh, and it was um a mitch it was a smear it was a smear campaign that mitch mcconnell was trying to do against amy mcgrath i should say and all the things were like it was one of those lists of things do you know what amy mcgrath believes in and all the things were like it was like you know with red x's and all this shit and all the things on the list i was like yeah i 100% agree with all those things <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm not voting for you <laughs> It was all like totally reasonable things. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> she does
0: her job well. <laughs> her,
1: even though he motherfucker is still there, yeah. but whatever.
0: If her Next campaign, time, yeah. If her campaign had been more than "I'm a Marine and a mom," she would have done yeah. better.
1: Oh, I know, right? I didn't actually vote for her in the primary, so I voted for what's his face, Charles Booker. Yes, I,
0: I voted for him too.
1: Yeah, I was kinda I was kinda bummed.
0: Yeah. But
1: whatever. I was like, you know what, I'll take what I can get at this point. We gotta get Mitch out of there. Yep. And yeah. But we didn't but we got the big guy out, so mm-hmm. you know, win some you lose some. Oh goodness. I'm just so relieved. I'm so tired of listening to that man speak. And now I don't have to ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can choose whether or not I listen to him speak because he's no longer the fucking president.
0: exactly it
1: literally makes me physically ill when i hear him open his mouth
0: (laughs) did you see that he like he tried to rent a hotel to um give like one of his last campaign speeches and it it actually ended up that they rented this landscaping company because it had the same name as the hotel oh my
1: god and they just fucking went with
0: it (laughs) Oh, what! So, th- so he did his last campaign speech in the parking lot of a landscaping company. <laughs> oh, wow! What a shit show.
1: Wow, that just like captions his whole presidency in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh goodness. i'm just relieved like no matter what your beliefs i'm like really relieved that we have a woman of color as our vice president for the first time this is the first presidency that my little girl is gonna remember and i think that's really cool to see a woman in power yeah no matter what like no matter what you think about how she got to her position or anything like that no matter what no matter what you think about her stances you've got to admit that's pretty fucking cool yeah it's like glass glass ceiling shattering everywhere that's amazing like, I feel like we are kind of on a pendulum as far as presidencies go. Like we had a black guy in president and then we voted in a sexist white supremacist <laughs> and now and now we have um a black Asian woman. <laughs> so what the fuck guys? Yeah.
0: Oh my god, but it it is the first time since um Bill Clinton first got elected that we had a president and didn't win reelection. So that's big. Mhm. It's huge. Um, yeah, it's
1: he can't sit there and say everyone likes me <laughs> anymore. No, because it's not true.
0: He lost the popular I was vote by hope. a lot. I was
1: I was losing I was losing hope. Like where we live, you guys like mm-hmm. in this particular part of Kentucky, especially where I live, and on my way on my drive to work, like there's giant Trump twenty twenty banners, like everywhere on people's house like these big giant houses and and in the front yards of people's trailers and i just wanted to be like you know he doesn't give a shit about you what are you doing Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you're exactly not his demographic (laughs) 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 oh goodness gracious but i was i was losing hope because it was like everywhere yeah oh goodness then I went over to, um, we went to our friend's house. They're renovating their home and, um, it's our, uh, a couple that Josh and I knew kind of each part of the couple independently. So like I worked with the wife at yeah. Family video and then he worked with the husband at Walmart and then like they were both going to move away to, to Boston so he could do his seminary training cause he's a preacher. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> Josh was like, I'm going to have a going away party for my friend Michael cause he's going cause he's moving to Boston. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> My friend Margaret's moving to Boston with her husband <laughs> it was pretty funny so That's yeah amazing. we went over to their house because they actually moved here
0: uh-huh.
1: um to this to this part of Kentucky with us so they're like 10 minutes away from us now it's amazing oh yeah but um they we went over to their house and they were they have of course they had like black lives matter signs and stuff like that and Michael was like oh yeah there was a um, there was a Trump parade <laughs> outside of our home the other day yeah and I was a little worried for our well-being <laughs> like should we take down our black lives matter sign so we don't get shot like i mean that's literally where we live yeah it's crazy like every no- there is one house that had a biden harris sign in their front yard and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i was just like yes let's touch finger let's touch pinkies like, yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm i'm really surprised that he won considering trump got um florida because they normally always decide the election but not this time nope Mm mm. I'm just I'm just so glad the election season's over I can't think about mm. it anymore
1: no well, I was so stressed out my poor sister-in-law's been so stressed too on yeah. top of nursing school I'm just done I'm so relieved I was getting really really worried like for a long time I was really sitting there worried that we were heading towards becoming a dictatorship mm-hmm. a fascist dictatorship um <laughs> <laughs> So, and I truly was, I finished, I caught up on John Oliver the other day, sorry guys, I know we're talking a lot, but we haven't talked in a really long time either, <laughs> yeah. so, I was catching up on John Oliver the other day, because I'm trying to power through my HBO, because mm-hmm. we're trying to buy a house, blah blah blah, cut any extra expenses, so I'm just like powering through everything, and uh, there's like, people in, in Trump's, like, circle, or whatever it, it's called, sorry, tequila is happening, and I, I'm losing words <laughs> now. Tequila is um, happening. <laughs> Yes. There is um a t shirt idea. Um there's there's like some dude and it, like the way that he was describing, like the way that this dude operates, he was like I was feeling like we were heading straight towards the handmaid's tale. Uh. Like that's <laughs> that's what was flashing before my eyes and then I was like, Oh god, I've gotta turn this off. Um <laughs> I'm excited to watch it, to Watch the episode tomorrow, though, because I'm yeah. sure he's going to do his whole, we got him, we got him! <laughs> yes. And with, like, tigers and llamas cartwheeling everywhere <laughs> and confetti guns, except that he's in his own closet, so that probably won't happen. <laughs> yeah. Unless he decides to go to the studio specifically for that.
0: Uh, that I mean, he hilarious. might. He might. <laughs> um.
1: He actually he got a um sorry he got the town of Danbury, Connecticut to name their sewage treatment plant after him. (laughs) I saw that he's accomplished. (laughs) I saw that that's what that's what he's accomplished this quarantine (laughs) and acquired some rat erotica.
0: Oh my god! (laughs) Jesus Christ!
1: Oh, I love it. I love him so much. And developed an incredible man crush on Adam Driver, which I'm on board with. (laughs) The comedian
0: fool. (laughs) he's my favorite that's my business card
1: (laughs) oh he was talking about the wall oh no okay he was talking about the wall the other day and he said something about Adam Driver you know it's like oh shit block my border you (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) you
0: i don't even know i can't
1: i can't go into it at all you guys watch it because it's amazing like his man crush is getting me through this whole (laughs) covid situation it's beautiful and hilarious
0: it's my favorite thing i've been um i've been going to school during quarantine and um yeah that's that's not going very well (laughs) um no i'm i'm behind On a lot of stuff, but... Oh, no. But I'm also, like... What I'm getting graded has been relatively good, so I'm not super worried. And, like, I missed an assignment, but it was only five points. And, like, everyone in the class except for six people also forgot about this assignment. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, They forgot about it? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um... But it's only, like, a five-point assignment, so I'm not super concerned. Um, I mean, I'm going to do it. It's just going to be late. But, like, I... (laughs) I mean, checks and balances, right? Yeah. I finally just printed out a list of everything I have left to do for the rest of the semester, and it's stressing me out, not going to lie. Ooh. But, you know what? It'll be fine. This is my last year of college, um, of Mm -hmm. undergrad. At least I'm applying to grad school because apparently I hate myself.
1: Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Kay's been sitting here saying, I'm so done with school. I'm so done with school. I'm so done with school. And then like her Facebook status like a month and a half ago was like, so I'm applying to grad school. And I was like, what are you talking about?
0: Well, here's the thing. It's um, (laughs) the program that I want to do is fully funded and I can take three years to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, it's kind of stupid for me to pass that up, especially that's while it's I'm like here. Free sc- I mean, it's free
1: school, like yeah. literally.
0: Yeah, and like I can also pay on my student loan debt while I'm in um, grad school and not have any, mm-hmm. uh, not have any interest on it because I only took out one loan ever, and that was for this that's year. Awesome. Yeah, so I can totally have that paid off in the three years that it'll take me to do grad school, and I won't have any more loans and then like i'm completely out of debt well school debt Mm -hmm. um i can probably get out of personal debt too to be honest um good for you yeah and yeah you just gotta keep it tight i mean that's you know and like i'm i'm waiting right now to hear back on a new job i've decided if i don't get this job that's okay i'm just gonna have to work somewhere else um looking at apartments that's been really fun um i'm excited for you thank you because um we're weird shit has
1: (laughs) yeah been happening life's gotten weird um and i don't even want to talk about it (laughs) no we're trying to buy a house oh
0: yes uh,
1: hopefully hopefully we'll be in it by the first of the year hopefully that's the plan um maybe sooner if we can get the um bank appraisal to go faster um because they i mean his his aunt got it appraised but the bank has to use somebody to appraise it so because of course there can't be you know enough red tape of course (laughs) we couldn't get a first-time homeowner loan because he inherited his mom's land when she died so that's cool um what the fuck yeah laws are stupid could you get it under Um, your name
0: and not his
1: no, neither of us could have owned dirt in the last three years. It should be under his sister's name because his his sister's lot that she's not doing anything with. But that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's good times. It's good times. Um, it's going to make things a lot tighter than we need than we thought. But also, we'll it also means that we'll hopefully have it paid off by the time Remy goes to um goes to high school. Yeah. So, there's also that. Oh, baby, calm down. It's okay. Oh, goodness. Aww. All right. It's bottle time. Okay. She woke up immediately. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Okay. So. Hey, baby. Well. Here you go. Yep. Um, now that we've been right, bullshitting well, for 20
0: minutes, yeah. so I guess it's time to... <laughs> um, to get
1: started. So, yeah. um, this week... Let's just say what we're talking about without any riffraff. Okay. Um, just the holiday. Yeah.
0: We're talking <laughs> so about Thanksgiving this, and
1: what yes, it looks like now. Yes, we're talking like about now. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of, I don't know, I hope to see Columbus Day completely abolished in the future. But, of course, yeah. we can't get rid of Thanksgiving. But we can be mindful, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, I guess before we get into it, and while you're feeding her so you don't have to focus on, like, reading an article or anything, how do you celebrate Thanksgiving, just to tell everybody?
1: I, um, oops, we, um, got some spillage. (laughs) Hi, baby. You're so cute. You're dribbling everywhere, though. Hi. Everybody say hi to Remy. All right. (laughs) So, um, well so when I was growing up, we had to split between Christmas and Thanksgiving, between Christmas and Thanksgiving, because my, um, my extended family all lives out of state. So, um, I know it's different, like, my husband had a different experience, and, um, because all of his family literally lives in the same county, (laughs) um, (laughs) just about, but, um, so when I was growing up, we would go to Thanksgiving in South Carolina with my mom's family every year, um, and then we would do Christmas with my dad's family. Um, but when I was little, we used to do Christmas and Thanksgiving together in South Carolina. So we would do Thanksgiving and then on Black Friday, we would all get Christmas presents, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, but I mean, I think it's, I mean, you know, we sit down, we have a whole big meal. Um, everybody kind of potlucks and brings different things. Um, you know, sweet potatoes, uh, Turkey. I usually am in charge of deviled eggs. Now that I'm an adult, macaroni cheese. You know the whole nine yards. Um, cranberry sauce, and um, then on Friday, if anybody, sometimes people would go shopping. Um, I've never been a big Black Friday person. I usually, especially now, I just do like the online thing. I used to yeah. go and just like, just like to see how crazy everyone was being because it was fun.
0: Um, I don't have the energy for that anymore. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> oh, by the way, generally. Uh, what Walmart is doing like all their Black Friday stuff online, and they're releasing some every week. Um, yes, I've noticed that. So if anyone's wanting to like get TVs, they've got them at really good prices right now. <laughs> um. So
1: anyway, so and then on Friday night we usually did. Uh, my uncle would get a big thing of oysters. Ooh. And we would have a giant like oyster feast thing with like chili and leftovers and all kinds of stuff and we just like hung out and played games and stuff
0: wow okay
1: and then we would come home on saturday um now that i'm married it's a little bit different we split it up so um even further so every other (laughs) year we go to south carolina with my family and then we spend the other time up here with his family and we'll either go to his aunt's house or to um, his parents house so
0: nice yeah well, um... What about you? Well, my Thanksgiving has always been kind of weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, isn't
1: weird in your life, Kay? I
0: know, right? Um, so, <laughs> when I was really young, we would always just do it at my grandmother's house. Um, my aunt would come down, usually, and help make food. Because um, my grandmother stopped being able to cook around the time I was, like, ten... Mm -hmm. Um, like, literally, she would leave, like, egg, um, eggshells in the deviled egg sauce. Oh, no! Yeah. Um, my mom took that over. (laughs) What? Yeah, it it was bad. Okay,
1: so your grandma's been melting for a while.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Um, but, like, after my aunt, um, kind of just stopped talking to my mom, um, it would normally just be me, um, my grandmother, and my mom, and I would, like, help with cooking um, so my grandmother wouldn't have her hands in too much. Um, mm-hmm. and my, or any, anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom would come after work, and we would all eat, and then uh, it got to a point where mom and I would make all the food at home and take it out to my grandmother's, and... Um, Now, mom and I get drunk. We might have, like, we'll normally do chicken instead of turkey because we're just not big turkey people. Um, Fair. And we'll do ham and macaroni, cheese, and broccoli casserole. And sometimes we'll do corn casserole if we're feeling a little froggy. Mm. But she always does stuffing. Um, That's been her thing all my life. She's really good at that and um nice yeah and we watch scary
1: movies um of course you always watch scary movies on holidays <laughs> yeah because no matter what holiday
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do that on christmas that's too. funny
1: yeah i know um
0: yeah cause well, for a
1: while we were also for a while we all went to go like play laser tag and stuff too oh, nice. or mini golf which is pretty cool and like there was like this little uh what do you call it like, arcade park thing mm-hmm. that's nearby where my grandparents live. Yeah. Um, so, it's, you know, it's got go-karts, it's got, like, a little arcade inside, and it's got mini golf and laser tag. And so, we would go and we would split into teams, because my family's huge, we would split into teams and play laser tag. Usually, it was, like, adults versus grandkids. Oh which is pretty fun. We don't do that anymore. Everybody's too old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I, like, I feel bad making anyone work on the holidays, because I've worked pretty much every holiday since I've started working, and now I'm just like, why? Like, I, like, and most of the time, I'm working holiday night. Yeah. Which I don't mind, because I didn't have really any family to celebrate with but also at the same time like i don't want to be at work on a holiday
1: that's true <laughs> yeah you should do something to make it special oh mm-hmm. so yeah i used to work christmas i mean i i do not miss that yeah having to work christmas i would usually i would close christmas eve and then open christmas morning and then drive up to uh drive up to my parents house for christmas Ugh. for christmas dinner One time I did that and it took me four hours to get home because of snow. Oh, (laughs) yikes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and get started. So I, um, of course I'm going to talk about history um, (laughs) because that's part of the controversy of this holiday is what, you know, what it really represents, which, uh, we can all agree is genocide. Yeah. Um, (laughs) which is super awkward, so, um, but at the same time, it's not like nowadays, like what Kay was saying, which is what she's going to get into. It's not like we're really all sitting there saying, Hey, remember when we killed all the Indians? Like, yeah, no, that's not what the holiday has become. So, um, anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about some history. I found this cool article, um, for this sm- on this splis- list, the, wow, I can't speak. The <laughs> Smithsonian, <laughs> the smithsonian uh magazine so um i think it's a review of a book that this woman wrote Mm -hmm. um and it's an interview with the author so and it's about a book called Um, i can't speak the wampanoag indians plymouth colony and the troubled history of thanksgiving okay so there's a whole book you can read about this um, and plenty of history books that get it wrong, but if you want to dampen point, the guessing. mood at
0: Thanksgiving,
1: <laughs> yeah, if you want to be a huge bummer, um, <laughs> though I did see on my phone, sorry, sidebar, I did see on my phone that Columbus Day says Columbus Day, but then it also says like American Indian Heritage Day or something mm-hmm. like that.
0: Indigenous People nice. Day.
1: Yeah, we, we should change it to yeah. that
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure. Instead of celebrating that guy. Yeah. He was so stupid he thought that he thought that the Caribbean was India.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: And then he was like, Alright, give them all smallpox and fuck them and give them syphilis. <laughs> we want this land. Asshole. Alright.
0: <laughs> Everyone hates Christopher Columbus. I do.
1: Not the director.
0: No. Not him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So um do, 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 do so of course we're gonna talk about I'm gonna kind of address some of the myths okay here if I can sorry I am bottle feeding with one hand and scrolling with my pinky with my microphone in the other hand so <laughs> um <laughs>
0: you're having a rough time
1: yeah <laughs> uh, it's it's a good time over here um honey come on keep your fa- keep your head up oh my god okay this is every bit as difficult as I thought it would be okay
0: so do you want me to go uh, first it, so you can just focus no, on fine. okay no
1: i got it okay i got it
0: i'm not breastfeeding her i'm just bottle feeding
1: her uh, right well now. i it's know not that big of a deal <laughs> <laughs> i know she just, just try to make it easier Hi, baby you're just being so silly you couldn't stay asleep for 30 minutes could you nope couldn't do it all right <laughs> so i'm just gonna start at the beginning okay and then i'm gonna kind of skip through this interview so um Alright, in Thanksgiving pageants held at schools across the United States, children don headdresses colored with craft-colored feathers and share tables with classmates wearing black construction paper hats. Happened. Definitely. Yep. In my elementary school. Don't know about you, but... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mine too. For sure. Um, it's a tradition that pulls on a history pla- passed down through generations of what happened at, in Plymouth. Local Native Americans ha- welcome pilgrims to, celebra- to a celebratory feast. But, as David Silverman writes in his new book This Land is Their Land Much of the history is a myth riddled with historical inaccuracies Beyond that, Silverman argues that telling and retelling of these falsehoods is deeply harmful to the Wampanoag Indians, whose lives and society were forever damaged after the the English arrived in Plymouth So, that's also a thing that's been coming up lately in our current political climate and, you know, as a part of the Black Lives Matter movement and everything, is that there's a sugarcoating of our history yeah that's happening and there are a lot of people who would like to believe in what I have heard called American sensationalism Mm -hmm. um which is you know just believing that this country is number one no matter what and I think a dude said there's an episode of John Oliver I was watching where this idiot said um (laughs) I want my kids to know that the worst day in America is better than the worst day in any other country and John was like, well, that's not true, because the worst day in America depends very much on who you are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thanks, white guy. Um, (laughs) Maybe it is for you. um, But yeah, not true. So um, there's a lot of that going around, and there's a lot of, you know, sugarcoating over. We we skate over a lot of the slavery situation and a lot of... um, just a lot of the embarrassing parts of our history, which, you know, is to go along with what we always say, which is that America has never been great. So how can one make it great again? (laughs) Uh, But we're not trying to anymore. Woo! So.
0: (laughs) How does one Um, do such things? How does
1: one? How do we, how do we? (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I loved that his slogan this time around was keep America great. And I was like, look around. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) This is not great. This is a literal dumpster fire. (laughs) Literally, there are dumpsters on fire (laughs) everywhere. We're all gonna die. Okay, so
0: (laughs) we are. Um, Either way, oh my god, fucked.
1: (laughs) Yes, we kind of are, but we're a little less fucked now. Thank God. So, okay. Please don't
0: make me vote for Joe Biden. (laughs) There was a whole trend on TikTok that was just—I (laughs) mean—Democrats.
1: i mean yeah though i didn't want to but i did yeah
0: yeah no because i had to
1: i wanted bernie but it's fine
0: yeah
1: it's all fine but then you know this pandemic was mismanaged and he couldn't campaign anymore so whatever okay um (laughs) thanks trump okay so um Let's get into some of the questions. Okay. So the first question in this interview was, how did you become interested in this, in this story? So um, I've had a great many conversations with Wampanoag people in which they talk about how burdensome Thanksgiving is for them, particularly for their kids. I can totally get that because yeah. their kids are in fucking school listening to this nonsense. And I get it. Like, we can't tell, you know, five-year-olds all about, like, violence, but mm-hmm. we don't have to be that fairy tale with it yeah if that makes sense mm-hmm. we can at least say i don't know some version of the truth that's not necessarily
0: gruesome but is the truth <laughs> one thing um, one thing that was really good was that as i got older i started hey baby like i had teachers that started like telling the actual truth like especially yes. when i got into high school i think it would have been different had i gone to public schools my entire Childhood, but like when I got into a public high school, we really got. Hey, this is actually what happened. This is not. No, you
1: would have been the same. I went to public school my whole life. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) it would have been the same.
0: (laughs) I promise. Well, I read the same history book three fucking years in a row. So Mm -hmm. like, I got the same. Which also part of the defunding of our education system. Yeah.
1: I also had maps that showed America as bigger than it was. Yeah. So it looked bigger than all the other countries in the world. Yeah. That's a shit storm that stopped happening finally. Good. Because people were like, this is stupid. We're not idiots. (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) Um, Okay. So it also showed that, like, Alaska was smaller than Texas. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Which it's not. (laughs) It's, like, the biggest state, I'm pretty sure. But whatever. Um It's fine. We have a great education system. Okay. So, um, let's see. Do, 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 I for just kids. remembered okay. I forgot Wamp-
0: to show you something that John Mulaney tweeted after the election.
1: Oh, okay. Well, hang on. Let me finish this part. Okay. You go so, ahead. So, um, Wamp- Wampanoag adults have memories of being a kid during Thanksgiving season, sitting in school, feeling invisible, and having to wade through the nonsense that teachers were shoveling their way. They felt like their, their people's history as they understood it, was being misrepresented. Because, of course, they're being taught the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> in, like, you know, life. And then they come to school and they're like, none of this is real. Okay. Um, <laughs> they felt that not only that not only their classes, but society in general, was making light of historical trauma, which weighs around the neck like a milestone. Oh, yeah. Well, like a millstone. Sorry, not milestone. <laughs> I can't read. Um,
0: tequila is so, happening.
1: Yeah, tequila is <laughs> happening. But I mean, I think that's important. It's important that you know, just as it's important as white people, that we recognize our privilege there, and we recognize that our experience is not the same as everyone's
0: experience. Yeah, and I think that, that we're slowly sense. moving towards a point in our history where people are realizing that, like especially yes. with Gen Z, and um, mm-hmm. well, especially
1: now that we have the internet and yeah. everyone
0: has a voice, mm-hmm. I think
1: that's become a huge component. Of this because mm-hmm. now everyone can say, hey, listen, this really sucks for me that you guys are <laughs> ignoring our entire heritage and like stomped us out like ants. Mm-hmm. I actually think about it a lot. It's really sad. Like I was watching even I was even watching this get or- that get organized show on Netflix that has ruined my entire life. But it's <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm totally obsessed. But um, <laughs> I um uh, I was watching that and I was just. I don't know why I thought it. I think it was the Chloe Kardashian episode and it's nothing against Khloe Kardashian. I'm sure she's a beautiful person, but uh, there was, there's just times that I, I watch things like that and I see these people in these giant houses, especially, and I'm like, wow, we just shit on this land. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And th- that's probably really stupid to preoccupy myself with it that much because there's literally nothing that can be done at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where we live and this is our country, but it's it's just really sad you know and especially when i hear my mom try and justify imperialism when we talk about britain and i'm like i don't hate england mom but we should at least acknowledge
0: that That there was a problem (laughs) there was a huge problem
1: (laughs) they're terrible (laughs) they were terrible for a long time you can like them now they're not terrible now yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> but there like, was some i think it was eddie Izzard as a comedian mm-hmm. or he's a british comedian he was talking about british history and how like you know the un happened or something and they're like everyone give their countries back and yeah. they were like england and he's he's they're like what do you have behind your back and they're like mm, <laughs> here's india <laughs> you know what i mean yes like <laughs> here take india back
0: they're Sorry. ninja racists. <laughs> yes <laughs> um but no i um I gotta say, like when you talk, when you were talking about how the internet is helping us, like everybody finds a voice. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've especially good and bad,
1: which is yeah, one thing. But
0: <laughs> um, I, I know how much you hate TikTok, but I have to say, I just
1: don't understand it. <laughs>
0: it's okay. Um, I just have to say that and I Snapchat. Think, I think that that's helped a lot too, because everybody like can make an account and make a fifteen-second video, and a lot of people get on mm-hmm. there and educate. People about That's their heritage, awesome. which is really cool. Um, I think John
1: Oliver pulls on them a lot, too. He finds TikTok hamsters, and then there was one... I think it was a makeup tutorial, mm-hmm. and then the girl was like, here's how you put on mascara. Let's talk about the Uyghurs in China. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was people like, what do fuck? that all the time,
0: um, and it's really cool. Um, and I have actually started following this girl who um, talks about her narcissistic in-laws, like... And how oh, to, wow. and how to deal with that because she's in a PhD program studying narcissism, and wow. her in-laws are narcissists and they tried to get her kicked out of her PhD program by what the fuck by emailing like that whole family was emailing the heads of her department. In the PhD program, so she talks very... And all the
1: people in the narcissist PhD program were like, your textbook, no. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I am seeing a lot of... How does this make you feel?
0: (laughs) But, yeah, it's So what I'm hearing
1: you say is...
0: (laughs) But it's just... It's really cool that we now, like, have this platform where people can get on and educate other people. Mm -hmm. And it's in Quick bites, so that we can all... So there's no, it. yeah
1: there's no there's no attention span issue yeah um
0: doo, 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 doo.
1: okay so let's talk about the thanksgiving myth so that's the next question was what is the thanksgiving myth hang on okay just a second i'm going to take another drink okay of my delicious drink because mm-hmm. i have to finish it or else i won't be able to feed her later <laughs> i mean i have a lot of milk in my fridge but still <laughs>
0: There's too much salt oh, so and too much water in mine, else it would be really good. So, I'm just, I'm sipping on my apple cider and whiskey.
1: Aw, that's sad.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I know. I, okay. I know for next time now.
1: <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Yeah, I didn't put very much ice in mine. Uh, mostly because I used a small glass, but. Um, okay so the myth the myth is that friendly indians unidentified by by a tribe of course just indians Mm um (laughs) welcome the pilgrims to america teach them how to live in this new place sit down to dinner with them and then disappear (laughs) which is real that's pretty much how it was taught to all of us yeah um they hand off america to white people so that they can create a great nation dedicated to liberty opportunity and christianity for the rest of the world to profit
0: jesus christ
1: That's the story. (laughs) It's about Native people conceding to colonialism. And that's the problem. That's the big problem that I have with it is that colonialism is painted as a good thing. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. And that's why you can't be offended when you watch Black Panther and Shuri says, don't sneak up on me, colonizer. Yeah. (laughs) You don't get to be mad about that (laughs) because that's what we did. Okay. I I found that the funniest. Oh, my God. (laughs) The funniest part to me. I was like, Oh my god, that's that's good. Touche. Touche Shuri. <laughs> Officially my favorite character for life. I really hope they make her Black Panther. I really okay. hope so too. Oh yeah. Don't try to recast Chadrick because he is amazing and no one can replace him, so no, have his sister can't. move up.
0: Have you seen we can't, we can't replace him? Have have you seen the Marvel um cast tribute to him?
1: No, I haven't. I haven't wanted to cry.
0: Yeah. You
1: can send it to me if you want.
0: (laughs) Like, I I found it in, like, gifts on Tumblr, and it just, it broke my heart. I'm like, I can't go watch that. But, like, it was just, it was beautiful. It really was. I'm sure it
1: was. They're all very sweet people. Yeah. Okay. So, let's talk about inaccuracies in that terrible story. Um, (laughs) Not the terrible story of Chadrick dying yeah. but that is a terrible story of tragedy but the terrible story about you know racism <laughs> that i just told yeah okay so um one is that the history is that history doesn't begin for native people until europeans arrive which is fucking bullshit of yeah. course um <laughs> people had been in the americas for at least twelve thousand years yeah so you didn't discover someplace that's already been the, discovered. the definition of no people already live there you didn't <laughs> discover shit
0: you, you're if sure. it was an
1: abandoned island in the middle of the Pacific, sure,
0: <laughs> you discovered it. You met new people. That's what you yes. call that.
1: <laughs> That's what happened. There's a new country over here. Mm-hmm. They have corn and potatoes. Let's let and tomatoes. Let's trade with them.
0: Yeah, let's see give if them maybe horses. we can live there if they allow Goodness it.
1: gracious!
0: Not this. No, let's land that we in a did. swamp
1: and make it work. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alright, so y'all remember that, right? Okay, Yeah. sorry. This was my callback to mm-hmm. something. I'm sure it was a crooked news, I'm not sure. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> Literally, the pilgrims were idiots. They
1: were. It's fine. <laughs> genocidal idiots. Um, so, white supremacist, genocidal idiots. Okay, so, um, so and having history start with the English is a way of dismissing all of that, though. Yeah. Um, the second is that the arrival of the Mayflower is not some kind of first contact episode. <laughs> it's not wampanoags had a century of contact with europeans yeah it was bloody and it involved slave raiding by europeans which is terrible and we don't learn about that for fuck's sake um the only slavery that we learn about is the enslavement of africans that's it um at least two and maybe more Wampanoags, when the Pilgrims arrived, spoke English and already had been to Europe and back and knew the very organizers of the Pilgrims' venture. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, most poignantly, using a shared dinner as a symbol for colonialism really has it backward. No question about it, Wampanoag leader... Oh, wow, I can't say his name. <laughs> it's really cool, though.
0: <laughs> it's I'm really try. cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to try, but just know that tequila is in my system (laughs) and I don't know how it's supposed to sound. (laughs) So I'm going to sound it out and try. Usemaquin? I think that's right. Okay. Sure. Uh, Sam reached out to... (laughs) reached out to the english at plymouth and waited and wanted an alliance with them but it's not because he was innately friendly it's because his people have been decimated by an epidemic disease (laughs) (laughs) i wonder what that could have been smallpox you think it was smallpox yeah i I think think it it was smallpox um and Usamaquin sees the english as an opportunity to fend off his tribal rebels uh that's not the stuff of Thanksgiving pageants. No. The Thanksgiving myth doesn't address the deterioration of this relationship culminating in one of the most horrific colonial Indian wars on record, King Philip's War. Never heard of it? No. Never heard of it. Literally never heard of it. It J- also doesn't no, JK, address Wampanoag you have? Okay, yeah. I've never heard of it. Um also doesn't address Wampanoag survival and ad- adaptation over the centuries, which is why they're still here. Despite the odds. Which is really cool. I'm glad they're still here. Thank Mm -hmm. God they're still here. I'm glad we didn't completely wipe out an entire civilization. We did, kind of. And it sucks. Yeah,
0: we did. And it's... Terrible. It's really terrible. Okay. And
1: they, like... So, just so everyone knows, like, pause for a second. Just so everyone knows, this is not so that we can all feel terrible and guilty... While we celebrate Thanksgiving, it's just to raise some awareness mm-hmm. so that we can not be like, hey, we're, people are just dis- destroying white culture when they try and change a holiday a little bit. Yeah. To accommodate for people who aren't white.
0: Uh, you know, history is- You know what I'm saying? Yeah. History is written by the victors and yes. the victors it leave the horrible is. shit they did out. So. They and they demonize the other side. Yeah.
1: Which is really sad because Native Americans have a really beautiful cultures. They do different tribes
0: and like, um, I just, I've been doing, or I've had a friend doing some, um, ancestry work for me on my dad's side. Cause my dad is not white. He's like, he's kind of white, but he has a lot of like African American in him. He's got a lot of, um, Native American in him as well, uh, from many different Mm -hmm. tribes and so Sorry,
1: I just took my last sip of my drink and it was very salty and disgusting. Oh, you're
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ugh. That was terrible.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, continue.
0: Um, but I've been trying to do research on, like, the tribes that I come from and they're so beautiful and they're so vastly different. You can't lump them all into one thing and... It's just... Oh,
1: yeah. No, not at all. It,
0: I, I wasn't saying that you were or anything. I, I'm i just saying. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just... No, I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's just... I don't know. They've got a really beautiful culture, and I'd love to learn more of it, because that's where I came from, you know? And mm-hmm. I can't. It, it's really hard to, because so much of it has been erased.
1: Absolutely. It's really sad. Yeah. I always loved... That was my favorite, like, unit that we did when I was in elementary school and middle school was when we did the Native American culture study. Because they're just... It's so cool. Yeah. They had such a beautiful belief system and such a beautiful way of life, honestly. And a lot of it... About, you know, a very nature-based and very... um, i don't know i loved that i know not all of them were mobile but i loved that they didn't believe in you know property and yeah it was just very communal and very 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 cool yeah and a lot of they it... had a lot of questionable tactics but <laughs> yes yeah. heard a lot of shit that europeans have done that are terrible too so you can't sit there and tell me that white people never tortured anyone yeah <laughs> or had a war
0: for god's sake <laughs> like come on there have been too many wars <laughs> Too many, and a lot of the belief systems that like I've read about when I've done my research, it aligns with what I believe. Like anyway, so it's just it's really cool. Yeah.
1: All right, sweetie, can you finish your bottle? Can you finish it? Are you done? No, not done. Okay. No, don't want it. Okay. You're being sweet though. (laughs) All right, she's being good, so I'm gonna try and finish this real quick. Okay. 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 Um. Okay. How did the Great Dinner become the focal point of the modern Thanksgiving holiday? Good question. So, for quite a long time, English people have been celebrating Thanksgivings that didn't involve feasting. Didn't know that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, they involved fasting. And prayer not cool. No, no, thank you. I don't like fasting. <laughs> I'm not gonna fast. Sorry. Um, and supplication to God. <laughs> of course, it. Of course, this is gonna be like puritanical in, in origin. Mm-hmm. Can't we just have sweet potatoes? Okay. So <laughs> in in 1769, a group of Pilgrim descendants who lived in Plymouth felt like their cultural authority was slipping away. Oh, weird. Mm. As New England became less relevant between the colonies and the early republic. And they wanted to boost tourism, so they started to plant the seeds of this idea that the pilgrims were the fathers of America. And then we all threw up. Um, what really made the what really made it the story is that a publication men- mentioning the dinner, published by the Reverend Alexander Young, included a footnote that said this was the first Thanksgiving, <laughs> 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 the great festival of New England. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. People picked up on the fo- on this footnote. The idea became pretty widely accepted, and Abraham Abraham Lincoln, not Abraham, sorry, <laughs> Abraham is <Takana's> happening. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln declared it a holiday during the Civil War to foster unity.
0: I can see. That. So yeah,
1: yes. Um, I think it had again. It had good intentions, mm-hmm. but again, fostered by a mythical story that isn't real. Yeah. Um. But I think it's important that that's. It's important to know that, too, because we don't have to feel guilty when we go and have this amazing dinner together. We can remember that it's about unity. Mm -hmm. It's about the unity of our country, and we need to make sure we focus on that, the full unity of our country, including white people, including people of color, including indigenous people. It's about everyone coming together now, you know, and about our families coming together and being a unified whole, Mm -hmm. even if your family is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And it's important to put our differences aside and be nice
0: for a day. And we like we talk shit about white people because uh, I mean we're we're both white. Um, yes, but that doesn't mean that we don't believe that there are good white people. It's not well, yeah. like well, <laughs> of course
1: hashtag not all white people. Yeah, but still, <laughs> but it's important to know. It's important to yeah. acknowledge our privilege, and it's important to understand the full the full meaning behind the holiday we're celebrating. I think. Yeah, so, I think so too. Um, It also, it gained purchase in the late 19th century when there was an enormous amount of anxiety and agitation over immigration. The white Protestant stock of the the United States was widely unhappy about the influx of European Catholics and Jews Mm -hmm. and wanted to assert its cultural authority over these newcomers. Not cool. This sounds a lot like what happened when people were trying to put up all those statues of white supremacists in the 60s to keep the black people down. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So we've always been this way. That's <laughs> good to know. Um, so we're not necessarily worse today. It's always been this bad. Um, <laughs> how better to do that than to, than to create this national founding myth around the pilgrims and the Indians inviting them to take over the land? This myth-making was also impacted by the racial politics of the late 19th century. The Indian wars were coming to a close, and that was the opportunity, the opportune time to have Indians included in a national founding myth. They're not in any other ones. No. You you couldn't have done that when people were reading newspaper accounts on a regular basis of atrocious violence between white Americans and Native American and Native people in the West. No. I mean, fair. Um, <laughs> what's more, during Reconstruction, that Thanksgiving myth allowed New Englanders oops, allowed New Englanders to create this idea that bloodless colonialism in their region was the origin of the country. That's a problem.
0: It's never bloodless when it's colonialism. It's never bloodless.
1: No. No. Having nothing to do with the Indian Wars and slavery. That's important. That's <laughs> like important bits that they cut out. That's <laughs> <laughs> like huge. Um, Americans could feel good about their colonial past without having to confront the really dark characteristics of it. See, that's what the issue is. We have to confront it. Yeah. We have to confront it. Otherwise, you'll be incredibly ins- people will be insensitive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, did you get your test results? <gasps> Are you clear? Yay!
0: Oh, thank God!
1: Come hold this baby.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come hold your daughter.
1: All right, and that's a great way to end it because I'm done. <laughs>
0: Yay! Well, good job. Yay, I let's loved take that. a break. Yeah,
1: ended with great news. Okay. Oh, I'm so relieved. I'll turn off my... <laughs> oh, goodness. Off. All right. What happened? Oh, that's okay. We'll fix it. Okay, I'm gonna okay. text you a timestamp real quick. Okay.
0: Um. Okay. So we're back. I'm fucked up. We, um. So fucked up. Yeah. V- and this is take very. two because
1: my recording froze and um. Yeah, we talked about nothing. So let's go.
0: <laughs> we talked about my infected tooth, and none of you want to hear about that again because no, it, it has happened t- no twice now. To.
1: Why? And the laundry room in my new house being yeah. a pit of demons. So, <laughs>
0: demons, I'm demons. <laughs> Hi there, demons. It's me. <laughs> your boy. It's
1: your boy. <laughs> okay continue (laughs) (laughs) we have to focus we have to finish yes yes. dinner
0: must happen yes dinner needs to happen because we've been talking about thanksgiving and i've seen so many ads and i'm just starving
1: sweet potatoes in my in my kitchen that need to be eaten right now
0: yes i have pumpkin pie in my head that needs to be made (laughs) 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 i'm craving it
1: craving it hilarious (laughs) i need to make pumpkin cheesecake okay
0: yes i have pie pumpkins on my front porch for the making of pumpkin pie and i have i have um i have pumpkin
1: pie in my head that needs to be made
0: (laughs) and i've got um cinnamon whiskey to put into the pumpkin pie yum and I'm coming to your house yes you should i miss you and you should come here um or, or
1: I, you could come here and I then you don't have to deal with craziness
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay i'm so happy that i'm drunk right now it's so nice Me to too. not be drunk to not or think. to not be sober to um, not be drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, start important. your segment.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so. Drunk ass. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is the most fun I've had in like three months. I'm um, so excited. <laughs> so, when Carrie and I were talking about this, I originally planned for us to talk about the controversy of Thanksgiving. That's really Carrie's segment. Um Yeah. <laughs> So, what I decided Yeah, what I decided to do uh was talk about what Thanksgiving is now. Um because this generation has made it so different. Just because I mean, you all now know the backstory of what Thanksgiving is and I think now uh like especially in the past 20 years or so, it's really been more focused on the family unit bringing the families mm-hmm. together um and having everybody it, go we ahead also have have friends giving now too mm-hmm. that's a new thing and that's exactly what i'm going to talk about i found this Yay! yeah i found this article from the atlantic uh, it was published uh, november 15th 2018 and it was written by ashley fetters um
1: okay.
0: And she- I sorry,
1: pause for a second. Whenever I watched Friends growing mm-hmm. up, like I always thought it was so cool that they spent Thanksgiving together with their actual like chosen family. Yeah. There's like a couple episodes where they go to Monica and Ross's parents' house or something like that. But like it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Like that was such a different concept because I don't know, I'm really blessed and I have a big family and we always get together and I happen to like them all. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like but that's not always the case, and they all had such crazy, fucked-up families like that they just had Thanksgiving together because yeah. they were a family. And I just thought th- that's so neat. That's such a cool thing that we've started. So, yeah. continue. Sorry.
0: You're okay. And I was really introduced to this concept, um, I guess, well, with friends. I saw that. And then... Um a few friends of mine from high school and I like we got really close her senior year and we decided to do friendsgiving for like the first couple of years that we were out of high school and um it was really a big blessing to be able to do that with them because I mean you know that my family is shit so yeah. <laughs> it, uh, you know it was nice to have like a no hassle thanksgiving that Yeah really meant something to me because like every time I had to do Thanksgiving at my grandmother's I was being forced to pray out loud like I hate that oh me the fuck too
1: like I like to pray don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong I do not like to pray out loud in front of people
0: yeah, I don't either. But um, <laughs> apparently, my grandmother didn't get that memo.
1: It's so fucking rude to force people to do that. Oh my yeah. god! Why am I surprised?
0: Why am I surprised? <laughs> Why are you surprised? Um, but then, like every time we would eat, it was just, "Oh, this is really good," and "This is really good." Like we couldn't we couldn't talk about anything. There's and like conversation, yeah. yeah. And like when I do friendsgiving, I can talk to people, like. Or, like, when me and mom do Thanksgiving, we just, we put on a movie, and that's okay. We get shit-faced mm-hmm. and put on a movie, and that's fine. That, like, Thanksgiving. That's so fun. Yeah. Thanksgiving is just more about now being in fellowship with one another and being thankful for the relationships that you have instead mm-hmm. of focusing on what you don't have. And, or being,
1: or trying to force it. Yeah. Like, what you guys were
0: doing, it sounds like. Yeah, we, well we were wanting to try to be a family and that just it wasn't in the cards and that's okay and i know that a lot of people um struggle around holiday seasons and i just want to let you know that we're here for you if you want to shoot us a message on thanksgiving i will 100 percent be on our social media if you want to just sit down and shoot me a message and say hey i'll talk to you send us
1: selfies yeah send your selfies if you're alone or if you're with friends, like, let us know. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Because. We'll be there
0: for you. Yeah. Thanksgiving is not a time to be alone. And no. um, it's a time to be with friends. And we consider anyone that's listening a friend and of ours. if you have to work on Thanksgiving, that yeah. also
1: glows. I
0: had a friend one time um, who came to my job on Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving was always, like, no one would come in. So, uh, she came and she brought me, like, a a feast of, like, shitty snacks that I love. And nah. sat behind the counter with me and ate with me and we hung out and watched a movie and, you know, then I was done with work. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's just being around one another, especially right now, um, even if it's just virtual. Like, we want you yes, guys to be safe. even if
1: it's on Zoom. Mm. My family and I have done, like, dinner on Zoom multiple times. Yeah. Which I know that they cut you off after 45 minutes now because they're selfish assholes. Yeah. But, um, like, do a Google Meet or a, fa- or a Facebook thing. You can yeah. do a Facebook Room or something like that. Like, something mm. to where you, like, my, my family, like. You know, my brother and my, his wife live up in Indiana. My parents are in Louisville and we're down here. And so, like, we have, like, made dinner individually and then got, online, got on Zoom and had dinner together mm-hmm. many times.
0: And um, we've talked about, like, getting into my segment a little bit. Um, by the way, if you're a student and you have a school email address and you've been using Zoom in your classes, you can use Zoom pretty much unlimited.
1: So That's like, awesome. Yeah, my uh, pa-
0: my mom can, too, because she uses mm-hmm. her school email. Yeah. So that way you don't have to, like, worry about a time. Like, you can set it about for three hours and be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they also,
1: sorry, real fast. If you're home alone or if it's just you and your significant other or you and your roommate or whatever, there are plenty of, like, one-sheet Thanksgiving meals that you can make. Yeah. That are, like, one one cookie sheet in the meal like in the in the oven mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this big big extravaganza kind of thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean like so it, like leftovers are great but you don't need to cook an entire turkey for yourself yeah that would be crazy <laughs> um
0: <laughs> and you never have to do like a real like traditional thanksgiving feast like never no i what?
1: like it the traditional thanksgiving feast personally
0: but i do too <laughs> but i literally- love turkey
1: and sauce and sweet potatoes like those are my main hits right there
0: <laughs> mom and i might and do take out if anyone's open
1: <laughs> like. you can also make an incredible leftovers breakfast sandwich the next day with those ingredients just yes you just add a fried egg and some white cheddar and ooh mm, yum on like a kaiser roll or something and you're oh my god it's like the best thing ever
0: <laughs> oh my god sister schubert rolls yes and ham Yep. Um, So, okay. So, this is from The Atlantic. (laughs) We're hungry. Yes. Um, So, the title is How Friendsgiving Took Over Millennial Culture. Uh, In the past, yeah, in the past five or so years, hosting a Thanksgiving meal among friends a week before the actual holiday has become a standard part of the celebration for many young adults. And I like that this isn't necessarily on the day of Thanksgiving because it's, it's also week before yeah, it's also not celebrating the horrid
1: <laughs> story that <laughs> Carrie
0: just told us about.
1: Well, um, true, but also like most of us have terrible jobs and we have to fucking work on Thanksgiving, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, or like I've also um I have floated the idea of doing Thanksgiving like the Saturday after. Yeah, like that, you
0: know. So, um, I I'd almost always rather do a friendsgiving. I have a puppy scratching at my door. Excuse me for a moment. Um, Puppy? Yeah, puppy. Okay. (laughs) So. Every year for the past five or so, the Emily Post Institute, long considered the leading authority on matters of manners and courtesy, I've never heard of that before, but that's really cool, um, (laughs) feels at least one or two etiquette questions about quote-unquote friendsgiving. Usually, they come from people in their 20s and 30s, says Lizzie Post, the co-president of the institute, and the eponymous etiquette authority's great great granddaughter <laughs> um the advice seekers are often anxious about exactly how to host a friendsgiving party a thanksgiving themed meal for their close friends and i just want to remind you guys of one um one episode that we recorded before we had our little break uh, and the lgbtq like found family family dinners i would think that this is something kind of similar only you step it up a notch because thanksgiving um mm-hmm. so if you want a little more information that's a great episode to listen to it's i think it's episode 93 yeah of which episode, one sorry uh the uh found family episode oh, yes, we did right. yeah so when for example is a friendsgiving supposed to take place the weekend
1: (laughs) i I meant of which podcast i'm an idiot it's fine (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about our own podcast
0: yeah uh which reminds me a friend of mine from my internship cohort she actually has a podcast with her friend it's called um something in doll hold on I just want to shout them out, because their podcast sounds kind of similar to ours, and I haven't been able to listen to it yet, but give it a listen. Uh, Courage and Doll Podcast. They can be found wow. anywhere you find podcasts, um, and they talk about everything from movies, TV, and YouTube. So, if you want a little something else to spruce up your days. Um, cool. They've got a bunch of episodes out. Um. And Katie is wonderful. She is amazing and she's writing this really cool um, script about a strange mother and daughter relationship. And she's just a great writer. I've been friends with her for a long time and I didn't know she had a podcast, but I'm so excited to listen to that. So cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> so, when, for example, is a Friendsgiving supposed to take place? The answer is the weekend before Thanksgiving or the weekend prior, usually. Is it an imposition to ask everyone to gather for a Thanksgiving meal a week or so before they'll have another? Not necessarily, but Post recommends deviating a little from the traditional Thanksgiving menu to avoid stealing the real Thanksgiving's thunder
1: sorry what how do <laughs> you steal thanksgiving's thunder that's like that stupid woman on john oliver who was like they're gonna erase white history i'm sorry what
0: <laughs> what do you mean
1: no you can't erase white history <laughs> no but white people have been obliterating history <laughs> for <laughs> centuries <laughs> again it's this- there in everyone's faces you can't erase it <laughs>
0: Again, if this is. If they were to sh-
1: ship us all back over to England, yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then that would be a start.
0: <laughs> but again, this is an "quote unquote" etiquette website, and you know where etiquette came from. So, Ugh. that's yeah. funny. So, Don't it,
1: steal Thanksgiving's thunder, even though that's probably the only Thanksgiving some people would have.
0: Yeah. Don't um. <laughs> So and what's you have all the turkey you want. (laughs) And what's the most polite and egalitarian way to organize a friendsgiving? Hands down, potluck style with dishes and supplies assigned via Google spreadsheet. Um, Ooh, which is way fancier than I do it. Google spreadsheet. I hadn't either. Right. I always just am like, okay, I'm gonna send this long ass text message. yeah or
1: like facebook group message or whatever yeah and then everyone's like texting and then you wake up and there's 93 messages (laughs) yes that doesn't happen in my group messages with my
0: friends in louisville (laughs) it doesn't
1: oh no it happens regularly
0: Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've woken up sometimes to like a hundred text messages between my two friends here Oh my god! (laughs) And I'm like, guys, (laughs) and it's almost always talking about fucking monsters. And I'm like, y'all, oh my god, it's too early. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, I love them though. It's fun to read through. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so from everything from organizing parties to lending out camping equipment shared spreadsheets are amazing camping so equipment yeah i'd never heard of that mm. before either okay also well, i also i don't go camping why? so yeah
1: i was gonna say <laughs> why are we camping for thanksgiving that just makes it 10 times harder
0: <laughs> uh no that's not for thanksgiving that's just showing how widespread these sheets are used yeah
1: so (laughs) that was unclear
0: (laughs) (laughs) instructions unclear (laughs) yeah the google trends graph of the word friendsgiving indicating how often people have googled the term over the past nearly six years looks like a row of increasingly menacing icicles flipped upside down (laughs) <laughs> from 2000- <Wow. laughs> from <Okay>. 2004 <laughs> to 2012, virtually nobody was scouring the internet for the term, but a tiny nub of search interest in November 2013 gave way to a small spike in November 2014, followed by exponentially intensifying spikes the next three Novembers. Food publications such as Chowhound and Taste of Home have recently released Friendsgiving host guides. Almost 9,000... Sorry, 960,000 posts pop up when you search Instagram for the hashtag Friendsgiving. Cool. I like that. Yeah. At press time, some 3,000 of those have been added in the past 24 hours. Stop it. My VPN is like, hey, you're connected. And I'm like, thanks, you were already supposed to be connected. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Post and others i spoke to for this story agree that friendsgiving seems to have evolved in recent years from some from a sort of ad hoc thanksgiving replacement implemented when people found themselves far away from family on the holiday but near friends so i'm thinking like college students uh people that have relocated um like your family in um south carolina like probably Mm -hmm. the first couple of years that your mom and dad moved they weren't going to south carolina every year you know um
1: uh yeah i mean yeah well my parents when they first got married they moved all the way out to arizona so they weren't going anywhere yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) they had to
1: like pack in one flight and they i don't know yeah flights are expensive and yeah yeah
0: and also like you were a baby so that was like true true um so in other words friendsgiving has become a widely celebrated american holiday in its own right and while it's hard to know in real time what cultural shifts or forces have led to the rise of friendsgiving there are a few compelling theories as to why you may be seeing the term pop up again and again in Vimo transactions this week <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah oh that's actually a really good idea just like mm-hmm. go grocery shopping mm-hmm say, hey, this is how much it costs if you want to send something due, you know.
1: That's cool. Or if you can't potluck, like, send me money to cover the turkey or whatever. Yeah. That's cool.
0: So, it is, of course, distinctly possible that the surging popularity of Friendsgiving is directly tied to the power of Port Manitos? I don't know what that is. Of what? I have no idea. Let me... (laughs) portmanteaus Port search google what is search that Search google a large trunk or suitcase <laughs> that's not it <laughs> a Port? word blending the sounds and combining the meanings of two others um portmanteau portmanteau yeah oh yeah <laughs> um Slapping a catchy name onto okay. an existing concept can, after all, make it seem trendy or suddenly ubiquitous, even if the That's thing a is- a cool word. Yeah.
1: Hang- oh, it's like hangry and motel and- Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Snark. <laughs> I found uh- a whole chart, sorry.
0: <laughs> You're stop. fine. I, and I'm going to give you two more examples. Uh, even if the thing itself has been around for decades. See Bromance or Jorts. <laughs> jorts. Ew. I love it. I love the name Jorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one way to understand Friendsgiving's recent popularity is the expansion of the Thanksgiving holiday into something more like a Thanksgiving season. Mm. Right? As Matthew Dennis, a University of Oregon professor in Metrius who studied the nearly 400 year history of Thanksgiving, points out, holiday celebrations are always evolving. For example, Halloween has really transformed a lot in the last generation or two. It's completely different from what it used to be. Ever since the late 1980s or 1990s, it's almost as much as an adult holiday as it is a kid's holiday. Thank Plus, God. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also not having as many kids as we used to, you know? True. Um, yeah, well,
1: like, boomers happened, and then everyone was like, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Plus, it's not unheard of for certain holiday celebrations to sprawl into the surrounding days and weeks. Lots of friend groups have Christmas or winter holiday parties in the lead-up to whatever they might have planned with their families on the actual holidays. So do offices, which have also lately become common sites for Friendsgivings. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, I mean, you spend more time with your work family than you do with anyone else, really, if you're that's working, true. like, a 40-hour work week, so. Yes. Um, Natalie Spertelli, a 25-year-old content and brand manager in New York, has participated in weekday work-lunch Friendsgivings at both her current job and her last job quarter four is really stressful heading into thanksgiving and then the rush to the end of the year it's a really nice stress reliever she says and it's like a teaser for the main event to emphasize yeah. that the office friendsgiving is about relieving stress and not adding to it this year she and her colleagues ordered a turkey for delivery to the office pantry than, rather than assigning someone the task of roasting one
1: well you know it that's a good point because then mm-hmm. it's almost like you got quote-unquote the real thanksgiving out of the way so you don't like put as much expectation yeah on the one with your family so like if you have family difficulties or you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it's not as much of a disappointment because you've already had a really good time with the people who are like closest to you really yeah so you get you get both Mm -hmm. not that uh, you know not to discount hanging out with your family of course like I have you know I enjoy going and hanging out with my family and stuff but you know if you hmm. maybe like in your situation where it's just you you and your mom it's not necessarily a big spread you can still hang out with people and like get shit-faced and have a good time with your like friends yeah you have more in common with than you than your mother no offense to your mom but you know <laughs> what I mean like yeah. you can you can have some some genuine time yeah not and that the time you spend with your mom isn't genuine
0: but you know what I mean no no I know like I mean, you're still having to wear a mask around your family that you're not having to wear around your friends. Yeah. You know, and, um, again, like, I like that this reiterated that it's not supposed to be stressful. And, like, spending time with your family can be super stressful. Yes, I mean, I mean, I'm sure it always has been, but I don't think anyone has really been open about it until lately. Um... And I think that if we were in a different style of country, I guess, it would be different. Like, you know, how, um, like, Asian countries are more family-centered than independent-centered. You know what I'm saying right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I think... We're getting
1: back to that, mm -hmm. I think, because of how... Especially, like, with what started with millennials and is continuing, like, with the job market being what it is and people not wanting to pay people benefits and, you know, Mm -hmm. just all the crazy shit. Like, people are either staying closer to home or they're just staying home. Yeah. For longer. Or, like, you know, with us, like, we are moving, like, down the street from Josh's family. Yeah. You know, it's... We we all are kind of together Mm -hmm. in more of a unit.
0: And that's a very new thing for Americans because the goal has always been to not be around your family really and move
1: away and yeah uh,
0: and look out for yourself instead of taking care of your family uh, that's a relatively new care thing of each other yeah. yeah so
1: um like uh my my cousin my dad's cousin and her, and her daughter just like moved into a house together like they mm-hmm. had been living separately for a long time and, like, they're both... I think they're both teachers? I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. they both were like, you know what? We're both single. Let's just fucking live together. Yeah. So, they bought a house together and remodeled it so where they both have, like, their own wings. Like, they, there's basically two master bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, have the common area together.
0: Yeah. Which is so
1: cool. Like, wait, why not share the expense? You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. teachers. Like, teachers' living expenses haven't grown with inflation. Yeah. Like, well, they're not living, sorry. Their paychecks have not grown with inflation in, like, years. Decades. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just... Yeah. So, a family is very different for us now. And yeah. I think a lot of us consider our friends more our family than our actual family. Just because, you know, the family idea mm-hmm. is so fucked now. Yep. Um. So, the friends part of things of Friendsgiving, however, is a somewhat novel element added to the Thanksgiving tradition. For almost as long as Thanksgiving has existed, it's been considered a holiday to spend with family, or at the very least, its strong ties to family developed long before it became a federal holiday in 1863, which you talked about. Um, So even before Lincoln issued a proclamation declaring it a holiday, um, people who were spread all over the country were encouraged to come home for Thanksgiving. Home for Thanksgiving became mantra. What Le- did
1: I see lately? There was something really funny I saw that was like, if you want to freak people out, call Thanksgiving the harvest or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm excited for the harvest. Same.
0: <laughs> Sounds I'm, like
1: or- like you're harvesting organs or something.
0: You know what? I'm ready for that too. Fucking take them. <laughs> I'm so tired <laughs> of existing. Cake. Funny. (laughs) no um (laughs) it's fine you're like kind
1: of i'm kind of funny like kind of joking and not really
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um lithographs from around that time he points out often depict people traveling home for thanksgiving Given that the US was a mobile society and people were moving and spreading out everywhere, Thanksgiving was the moment when people wished to reconstitute their families. So I mean that's again that's that's, awesome. that's what we're talking about. It's about unity and like coming back home and mm-hmm. again, home is where the heart is. So your family yeah. might not be your blood related family. Like
1: No, yeah. We're talking yeah. family in general hmm so Children another blood
0: yeah <laughs> so another reason thanksgiving celebrations have changed may be that families themselves have changed and non-relatives have become more likely to take on family-like roles in people's lives um given what we know about the millennial generation's habit of delaying marriage and parenthood into later stages of life compared with prior generations it makes sense to Dennis that especially for those who remain unmarried and or childless well into their adult years the most important people in their lives might be friends.
1: Yeah. Um a lot of us aren't having babies until a lot later too. Yeah. So uh so we kind of already talked about that. Um, but that can make it even more fun, because then your kids get together, too, and then it becomes more like an actual Thanksgiving <laughs> instead <laughs> of a Friendsgiving.
0: Yeah. Oh, yikes. Uh, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Malcolm Harris, meanwhile, the author of Kids These Days, uh, sees something darker at work in the Friendsgiving phenomenon.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Let's listen to this guy. Um. Okay.
1: <laughs> this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing.
0: <laughs> um Let's
1: listen to this guy fuck it all up.
0: Yeah. Harris thinks that fixing the quote unquote cutesy label of Friendsgiving onto a scraped together potluck style event popular with millennials that will never actually rival the lavish spreads of real Thanksgiving implies I'm sorry,
1: we know how to cook, motherfucker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> implies approval by the powers that be of millennial okay. adults lower income
1: absolutely go fuck himself
0: yeah <laughs> lower income and lower living standards compared with those of prior generations friends I mean, true
1: though do yeah
0: you? <laughs> friendsgiving he says is a propaganda weapon used by the ruling class to further their plans for wage stagnation what no
1: i don't think anyone has put that much thought into any of that
0: no (laughs) Um, why are you
1: sitting there what is he doing with his life
0: i don't know they're
1: thinking about like what
0: (laughs) um so
1: that's absolutely not it sir (laughs) no no one thinks that that deeply about anything
0: (laughs) no let's go back to the professor i like this guy i like the professor (laughs) (laughs) um the institution of friendsgiving may to some feel like thanksgiving overkill but dennis the oregon professor ametrius who was unfamiliar with the growing friendsgiving tradition until i interviewed him for this story finds a pre-thanksgiving friendsgiving to be a perfectly acceptable extension of the holiday in some ways the thing that's distinctive about thanksgiving is that it's not christmas it's not about gift-giving. You're correct. Yes. Thanksgiving
1: is not Christmas. It is not.
0: <laughs> it's, wow. It's not about gift-giving. It's not about spending a lot of money. A lot oh, of it true. should yeah. be homemade and improvisational. Whereas Christmas is, well, you know, this bonanza of commerce, he says. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving has managed to hang on to its original ideals hospitality generosity inclusion those are really big uh those are really big things to think about when you're thinking about how you're going to spend your holiday yeah um so what's more inclusive than expanding the holiday to include friends as well as family absolutely and perhaps if you really when
1: it's about unity like remember when abraham what i said like when abraham lincoln declared it a holiday it was purely for the sake of unity
0: yeah yeah um so and perhaps if you really think about it dennis says you could conceive of friendsgiving as a way of bringing thanksgiving back to its roots the first and we can
1: also just forget about that stupid myth we were all taught in history class and just appreciate the thanksgiving holiday as just like a time to be
0: together yeah um so um. let's see The first Thanksgiving in the fall of 1621 was made up of the white English settlers of Plymouth Colony and their native neighbors, who outnumbered them by a lot. The idea was to have a Thanksgiving to create friends, he says. It was, aspirationally, a Friendsgiving.
1: Uh, (laughs) So so that guy can go fuck himself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What a dumbass. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> um I love it. I do I do too. I thought that that was an interesting um take on what Thanksgiving has become and what it originally yeah. was. So, yeah. It's yeah. definitely become more
1: more about the unity than it is about celebrating some weird harvest dinner thing. Yeah. From the 1600s that we all know isn't true. Like we can all just let that go, I think, and just appreciate this holiday that's it's a secular holiday about being together yeah and putting our differences aside which honestly this year we need more than ever so don't bring up the election
0: it's done it's over with like
1: what is it yeah like it's done no one can do anything about it um so don't bring it up you know and if it does come up and you know things start to get heated just walk out of the fucking room you know it doesn't need to be that way change the subject Let's try and come together a little bit more because we've been so divided. This, th- I know that we're not more divided than we've ever been. That's not real, but we're very divided right now and things are very volatile. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, anytime I try to go anywhere and I see someone without a mask, I get volatilely angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just a, it's a time where we're all just so close to anger and it's important. I think it's imp- it'll be very important this year to make sure we put all that aside and try and come together. In whatever capacity that is, whether it's actual family or found family, I think it's important to keep that in mind about including everyone and being civil with each other. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, you ready for a game?
1: I am ready for a game. Let's play a game. Let's put a smile on that face. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this <laughs> is a game by Drunkstone or Stupid, if you had to. So I have no idea whose turn it is
0: uh let's let's just go ahead you can go first
1: okay (laughs) i don't have a clue okay so mine is would you if you had to would you share a studio apartment with a horny moose
0: or (laughs) um, kill a new animal every night and sleep in its carcass absolutely not i pick the moose i pick the moose i will not kill animals no
1: (laughs) i will eat them if they're already dead and in my fridge but no yeah i can't do that if i could go vegan i would i'm gonna try really hard but it's never gonna happen um (laughs) okay so yeah yeah i picked the moose. i could make a barrier of some kind with the murphy bed or something (laughs) yes
0: um (laughs) all right well thank you guys so much for listening yes thank you we're so excited (sighs) to be back recording
1: we're so excited to be back recording under better circumstances. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm relieved. Yeah, I'm so relieved.
1: And, yeah. Um, anyway, so we love you guys. So glad to be back. And remember, you are not
0: a monster. And happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Check out our Tumblr blog, at Talk Cricket for sources and photos. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Crooked. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We are currently a self-funded podcast, so if you would like to donate and receive a shout-out on air, please visit us at patreon.com slash talkcrooked.
0: Eventually, we will start doing listener episodes. If you have your personal stories related to our previous episodes, email us at talkcrooked at gmail.com. For business inquiries or sponsorships, email us at terryandpbusiness at gmail.com. Okay, bye.